This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to The Reinvention Project with Jim Rome Podcast. Welcome to episode 65 of the Reinvention Project with Jim Rome. It's cracking. How is everybody? So I'm going to double up on you this week with back-to-back episodes, something we have never done before. Kind of reminds me of a good friend of mine in Eagle River, Wisconsin, a guy named Woody Allborn. Now, Woody is a local legend. He's part Paul Bunyan, part Bill Gates, half outdoorsman, half serial entrepreneur. He's one of the rare dudes that you hear about the guy, and then when you finally do meet him, he actually lives up to all the hype. Anyway, not only is he a legend, but he has a legendary annual pancake breakfast that he does for the entire neighborhood. So, I get the invite to this estate on a lake. I've never seen this much food in my life. He's got this crazy, elaborate setup in the kitchen. He has this omelet station with all the ingredients... I get in line, I pick my three ingredients, I work my way to the front, I finally get to the man, Woody, who of course is doing all the cooking himself. He says to me, hey Rome, you want a pork chop with your omelet? (laughs) A pork chop with my omelet? I say, no thank you, Woody. I'm actually good with that eight egg omelet that you just dropped on my plate. He said, well, you're getting one anyway. And then drops an equally humongous pork chop on the biggest omelet I've ever seen. Wisconsin, yo. Which brings me back to my original point. This is the first time in the history of this pod where I've bookended eps in the same week. So, if I had said to you after Monday's episode with Julianne Sitch, would you like another episode this week? You might have actually said, Rome? No, I'm good with that one ep. But thanks anyway. And I'm just going to go woody on your ass and say, yeah, well, you're getting a second one. You're getting it anyway. To which I would add, you're welcome. You're welcome because I know you'll thank me for this one because this episode is tremendous and it's tremendously important, especially in the month of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. So in hosting my daily radio program and TV shows, I've always said, in fact, almost from day one, we don't really know any of these athletes that we see. I would say it about public figures overall and even people you come in contact with on a daily basis. We really don't know people and we really don't know what they're dealing with only that everybody is dealing with something. That much we can assume. But people and things are rarely what they seem, especially people you see on TV or online or you read about, hear about, or watch. And today's guest is no different. You may know Jay Glazer as a TV personality and a longtime NFL insider on Fox's NFL pregame show. Huge personality, huge energy, super effusive guy, and living the life that most of us would want. But come to find out, also living a sort of nightmare that none of us would ever want. A nightmare that he never told his closest friends about and that pushed him to the brink before he finally sought help. Someone who many of you watch on TV every single Sunday and not know that he was constantly in the midst of anxiety. Anxiety before he went on camera, sometimes even on his show. Not to mention, living with the overwhelming depression and anxiety away from the set without even really understanding what it was. This is a conversation about living in the gray and why it's okay not to be okay. 
It's episode 65 of the Reinvention Project with my guest, Jake Laser, and it's coming at you right now. Jay, it is so great to chop it up with you once again and get caught up. My brother, how you doing? How are things? Doing great. The last time I saw you, man, was at uh, John Gordon's birthday. And, man, from, uh, from what I remember, we had a good time. <laughs> we had a great time. We had a great time. I can confirm that. In fact, I'm going to go back to that in a minute. But let me ask you this, Jay. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And one of the reasons I want to run you down for this pod is for that reason. For those who do not know, you have written an amazing book called Unbreakable, How to Turn Depression and Anxiety into Motivation, and you can too. Ultimately, Jay, why did you decide to write the book? And then what's it been like to share with the world a battle that's been so challenging, but you had kept private for so long? Yeah, I, I wanted to write the book because for me, one of the things that gets me through my gray, which if you haven't read the book, I refer to my gray, my depression, my anxiety, my ADD, my bipolar. I mean, take your pick. Um, but one of the things that really helps me through it is being of service. And even like way back in the day, I went from broke to unbreakable. So I know both sides of it, right? So way back in the day when I was broke, the only thing that would really kind of cut through that gray or one of the things would me would be me being of service. I would figure out ways to help homeless or or do things around the holidays for for people who were struggling and just different things. But this for me, like as we start getting in this age, we all talk about mental health, but nobody really gives it words, right? We we discuss it. We say, hey, mental health. This person's going through mental health issues. We have mental health challenges. But who gives it the words? The only way we're going to be able to discuss it with each other is give it words. One thing God blessed me with is a big mouth. So I, I know how to give things words and communicate. And the uh, the more we can we can have these words, to have these discussions, uh, the less alone we're going to feel, the more we could build this team around us, it's, which is another thing I, I really talk about is finding your team and building your team up. And, you know, I didn't really start doing this until a couple of years ago. So for years, I put on this, this face on TV that you all know, right? The glaze, this big, happy, fun character which some of it is me, but a lot of it was to really hide a lot of the pain that I was in. And I didn't, I didn't want to hide it anymore. I needed some more help. As time has gone on, I think we've had, it's a, it's a harder world to live in these days. So I've wanted more help and um, more help from therapists, more help from different treatments, but also more help with more people I could talk to. The help is just around the corner. and we, we don't realize unless we start talking about it. I think all that is so true, Jay. Like, it is tougher and tougher, and the world is getting tougher, and there's more and more tension and pressure and anxiety. I want to make sure that everybody listening, though, if they have not read your book or they don't know what we're talking about, when you talk about living in the gray, exactly what does that mean? Man, it's a, it's a lousy existence, and it's my earliest childhood memory. I don't know any other way, but every day of my life, I wake up in this gray of this depression, anxiety, and a lot of times you wake up and sometimes it's hard for me to get out of bed because it's painful. And that gray makes you feel like the sky is falling. The universe hates you and the universe doesn't hate us. The universe conspires to help us. Our universe is filled with love. God is loving. and um, But it's hard to see when you're stuck in it. It's hard to feel it. Um, man, it's, it's just difficult. And, I, and mine for me, my depression and anxiety when it's bad, I actually feel, feel it physically. I feel it in my joints. Um, in my heart, in my the left side of my 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 gut, um, so it's a really difficult, painful thing for me to deal with. And for years, like I said, I just I overcompensated, but it, it helped me. Had I not had it, I wouldn't have created this character, which has been so successful on TV. I wouldn't have 
been able to use my ADD to go out and do eight things at once, which has got me to be more successful. But it's been um, it's been painful. It's been lonely. When you wake up in the morning, Jim, or though I tell you what's worse is when you lay your head on a pillow at night, those 15 minutes before you go to bed and you're laying with someone that you don't think is worthy of being loved, when you're laying with someone that you don't know how to like, that's a horrible existence. That's hard. And that's been my whole life. And yeah, I wanted to get real with people. And and the more you asked me before, what's it like? The more I've I've opened up about this. And it's me opening up. I'm not your clergy or your therapist or your doctor or your teacher. I'm just a dude who's who's messed up, who's learned how to be good with his messed upness. Um man, the reaction has been incredible. People saying, thank you so much for giving me the words to have this conversation, to understand my kids now, to understand my wife, to understand my husband. I've had grandparents reach out that it's the first time in their life they felt somebody understood them and they could have this talk now with their family. Think about that. 80 years old, first time. Um, The amount of people who are are on the verge of of making that ultimate decision um, and committing to committing suicide. Gee, now I wanna... won't or haven't because of this book, because they have the words, because they don't feel trapped anymore, or somebody understands them. Now, a lot of people understand them. And I'll tell you what, Jim, the first time I really opened up was a couple of years ago, Tampa Super Bowl. Man, I was really struggling. And here I am. It's a Super Bowl. It's my best week of the year. And Fox wasn't doing it. Somebody else is doing it. So it's usually an enjoyable week for me. I went, I flew down to Tampa and I called Rondé Barber, who's one of my best friends. And two other cats from our group down there. We have a whole little crew down in Tampa. I say, hey guys, I need to have dinner tonight. And they all told me they're busy. I said, no, I need to have dinner tonight. I'm struggling. I need you guys. And all, all of them said, oh, okay, that changes it. We're there. And they showed up. And two of the three said, man, I'm so glad that, not, not glad that I'm struggling with it. Like, so glad somebody's saying we're struggling too. We don't know how to talk about it. And that really solidified what I'm doing. And now we talk constantly, but. So let me tell you about one of my favorite products, Element. I love Element. And here's why this product is so amazing. It is really important that everybody get the electrolytes that they need. Even if you're not a high level athlete, it's extremely important to replenish electrolytes. This can be after having a few glasses of wine or working out or just maintaining an active lifestyle. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't, which means lots of salt with no sugar. I've mixed Element into my diet. It works absolutely great for me and it will for you as well. Plus, Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. By the way, I suffered from all of that previously. I used to get those headaches. I used to feel fatigued, and I absolutely would get cramps, muscle cramps. Not anymore. And Element is used by everybody from NBA, NFL, and NHL players, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs to everyday moms and dads, and exercise enthusiasts. 
And right now, Element is offering you a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinklmt.com slash Rome. Drinklmt.com slash Rome. The deal is only available through my link. You have to go to drinklmt.com slash Rome. Totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend, and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Jump on this great product. You know, to show people that when you do reach out to your friends and you do reach out, and uh, and, I, and I want people to understand this. I'm talking about Super Bowl, and here I am with you. Like, my life is awesome. It's phenomenal. But when you have this level of, and mine's clinical, depression, anxiety, it's hard to feel a lot and your life is great, but between your ears sucks. So you don't, you don't really get to reap the benefits like, like others do in a lot of cases. So the more I've been able to talk about this, the benefit I now have is hearing my friends go, Oh my God, I'm struggling too. I don't know how to talk about it. Thank you. And it, it really, I think it's a, like we talked about it before it's a much harder life to exist in these days. Like we're constantly on our phones and our tablets and computers. So, so much data has been taken in our brains, but also social media just makes our lives, makes us think our lives suck. There's so much hate and so much bullying and it's just a harder existence. So I'm trying to at least be a light and build a team with all of us so we can fight back against this great together. And that's not some, you know, some, some jargon, some jumble I'm just giving you. I truly feel the only way to do this is if we start bonding together on this. Jay, there's so much amazing stuff in that. I mean, so many amazing things that I could follow with or unpack. I mean, I appreciate that response so much. And you're right. It's First of all, big message here is it's okay to not be okay. And you have this conversation and you come to realize that so many people are dealing with something similar and just don't want to talk about it or don't know what to do about it. And you're saying it's okay not to be okay. In fact, we have to bond together. We have to come together. You can get help. You need to get help. And you're right. The world is so different than like when you and I came up in this business, it was always a battle. It was always a struggle. But social media does change everything because now everybody's out there. Everybody's got a hammer. There's a lot of hate and there's a lot of bullying going on. And then all of a sudden you think you're worthless. Let me ask you this. Like, there's Wait, so or, much. Or, or yeah. we're looking at on, on Facebook and, and Instagram and we're thinking, man, like our lives are great, but we see somebody else and they're filtering what they're doing. And we're like, well, how, how come I'm not at that party? I'm, why am I so left out? Why don't, why don't I have that car? How come I'm not, don't have this job? Why don't, why, how come my meal doesn't look like that? Like it's, we live in a world of comparison right now and that just compounds it. Right. It's the worst thing ever. Comparison is the worst thing ever. You and I both would agree. It's it's not you against them. And by the way, them is probably not even real anyway, because to your point, there's a filter and they're on social and they're letting you see what they want you to see. It's you against you. But let me ask you this. How do you start when you, okay, so we're in the gray. We have these issues. How do you go about dealing with that? I mean, is it medication? Is it something else? How do you treat this? How do you begin to treat this and attack it? Yeah. So, okay. So, this two. This is actually a twofold question for you. Is it the days that are normal, or the days that I'm really, really stuck in dark, disgusting gray? Both. Or you want both? Both. Okay. Let's start with the the days that I'm really, really, really struggling. Those days I wake up, I now know because I'm now doing this work because I've opened up. Now I've learned so much from so many others who've had to battle this. 
And man, I've traveled the world actually to go learn different things from different places, how I can, how I can combat this. Um, and because you asked a question, medications for me haven't worked. Um, I'm actually going to another place Tuesday to see if maybe there's a new one that can. I'll never stop trying, but I've been on um, you know, double digits, which they haven't worked. And that's just me. I wish they do. My friends that they work for, man, I'm so jealous. You guys are so lucky that meds work for you. They just haven't. And there's a lot of us they, they don't work for, but I'm hoping modern medicine for me will we'll catch up. Um, so as a result, I have to go find other ways to go about this in, in the meantime. Uh, if a medication comes about that works for me, I will be very grateful. So I'm, I'm all for that. So when I'm going through my real bad, dark days, I now know to call four friends and tell them, man, I'm just struggling. The, and I always say the beast got out of the box. That's what I call it now, the beast. I used to call it my abuser, but I gave it too much power. So I'm not calling it that anymore. Um, so now it's the beast got out of the box. And I'll call them and I'll tell them, man, I am struggling. Um, and I call, I call the like, I call the rock. Believe it or not, he wrote the forward to my book. He's the busiest dude in the world. And the reason why I say this is not to be a name dropper. I say it because he's the busiest dude in the world. And every time I tell him something, either I'm struggling or he could sense that I'm struggling, he answers or, or hits me right back. Like he is there for me every time. So your 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 people, your group, your friends, your team. They will be there for you. Your right teammates, people who should be on your team, want to be there and they'll be there. So he steps out and makes sure I'm good. So I'll reach out to four of them and tell them. Then, as I told you before, being of service helps me. I'll reach out to four other people and not tell them I'm struggling just to check up on them. And usually I'll get a, oh, you know, it's interesting. You call, man, I'm going through this. Or I'm going through that. And then all of a sudden I, I get to kind of coach someone through their own stuff. So that helps me. And that at least helps me get back to a, a decent area. And then I go through my other stuff. So my other things, every day when I wake up now, since I've gone on this journey, since I've you know been able to talk to so many people about this, I now wake up every morning, um, I say a prayer to God. Right now, I'm listen, I'm 53. I just got engaged. I just found love, true love for the first time. Congrats, dude. Congrats, before, brother. That's great. You, That's man. awesome. The beautiful Rosie Tennyson, one of the... The Tennyson twins, they're Doubleman twins. They're, she's amazing. Um, but I will wake up, say a little prayer with her, and then I'll go outside. I'll do 12 minutes of breath work that I learned. And if people want to know how to do breath work, go online, ask someone. Like there's, there's, it's so readily available now to learn how to do breath work. Um, I'll do, you know, that a lot of time of breath work to calm down my nervous system, start me right on the right path for the day. Then I'll do five minutes of meditation, which is also usually a guided one, which I'll find on my phone or something, or I'll set something in my own mind. And then I write down 10 things I'm grateful for in this gratitude list. And it's hard a lot of times when you're self-loathing and you you live in this, it's great. It, it's hard to to be, to be feel grateful for anything a lot of times, even though they're sitting right in front of your face. Um, but I'll, so I've learned kind of how to do that. I, I, I went to Thailand actually and, and this is what I say, I've traveled the world. And I know nobody, not everybody could do that, but I've done it so I can then teach it everybody else who, who, are, who may not be able to make that trek. Um, and one of the things they have me do is this, this gratitude list. And they have me write down 100 things I'm grateful for. And Jim, again, you know my life. It's ridiculous. It's great. Man, I, I couldn't, couldn't write down five. Couldn't get through it. 
it's when you're stuck in it, it's hard. It's hard to celebrate it. It's, it's really difficult. But then I started understanding them. It's, you know, and it's anything in my whole life. So it could have been scoops. It's God. It's the universe. My son, my dog, my fiance now, my, it could be a pair of shoes. It could be anything. It could be materialistic. It doesn't matter. Once you get it down, then you get it down. So now every day I write down 10 things I'm grateful for from the day before. And I do all that before I ever look at my phone in the morning. Nothing good happens to your phone. Like none of us are, 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 have really won a billion dollars from a Nigerian prince. It doesn't happen, <laughs> right? So <laughs> Man, we don't wake up and ever see that. Right. It's problems usually on our phone. So before I ever look at my phone, at least I have those 15 minutes where I set my day in the right way. I make myself get out of bed. I do that. Then I go work out right away. If you can get, and, and listen, on my bad days, it's hard. And I used to beat up on myself that because of physically, I'm, it, it's dragging me down. I don't get through the type of workout that I wanted. But then I started understanding if I do anything, it's more than just laying in bed and to celebrate myself for that, be proud of myself. And so that's in the morning. And then at night, and then during the day, if I'm having, I'm struggling, I do some more breath work. Um, and I, you know, do another, let's say meditation of something that I am proud of and trying to love myself up for that. And then at night, I have a whole different routine that I do that goes on for about five to 10 minutes. I but mean, it's a lot. It's a full-time job. It's, it is. It's the most it, important job of my life. Oh, yeah. You know I love that sound. That is actually my favorite sound. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify and the moment another business dream becomes a reality. I love Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Regardless of what you're selling, whatever it is, Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And Shopify is packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. It can do all of that for you. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every single step of the way. I mean, this truly is an incredible product and proposition. See, what's incredible to me about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business and take your business to the next level. So now it's your turn to get serious about selling. It's your turn to try Shopify today. This is Possibility, and it's powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Rome, all lowercase. Again, you want to go to shopify.com slash R-O-M-E to take your business to the next level right now. Shopify.com slash Rome, R-O-M-E. Right. I was going to say that is a full-time job. Um, and so what happens, Jay, for instance, like it, the morning routine is so critical and the nighttime routine is so critical, but let's not forget you are a front-facing talent. You're a very public figure. You work really hard. You have lots of opportunities and responsibilities. What happens if the beast comes out? And I, I don't even like to say this as somebody who's on the air because 
it, I just don't even want to say it because it's real and it can happen. But what yeah. happens if the beast comes out right before you're on air or right in the middle of being on air? How do you deal with the beast then? So since I've written this book and I've talked about this, so much better for me. Because the beast got out of the box every single week I've ever been on TV from 2005 until last year. Incredible. And I say last year because now when it happens, I walk over to Kurt Menefee or Howie Long or Strahan or Terry and say, man, the beast got out of the box. And just being able to tell someone this power in numbers for us, it runs away. So it helps me out. In the past, man, I would sweat, I'd shake, my eyes would dart back and forth, and I just got through it. And I got through in this lonely existence for all those years, for um, almost 20 years of it, which is which is hard. But the moment, Jim, the moment I started telling people I've suffered anxiety attacks every single time I've been on TV from 2005 on and became habitual for me. And I am wrestling with it while I'm on the air of my first segment every time, sometimes I'll show. I, I don't know when it is, for sometimes an hour before we're going. It just happens. It's just I don't know when it. Sometimes, man, I, I get woke up in the middle of the night by it. And nothing triggers it, obviously. I just have clinical anxiety, clinical depression. And I've had people go, oh, something has to... Something has to trigger it. I'm sleeping. <laughs> Nothing's triggering it. How's anything triggering it? It just happens. So for me to be able to tell those guys helps an awful lot. And in last year, when or a couple of years ago, when Lane Johnson left the Eagles, Eagles right tackle, left the Eagles, I had trained Lane for a couple of years in mixed martial arts. It should live with me and my son when he trained out at Unbreakable, my performance center in LA, never told me a word about what he's going through, yet knew that I go through stuff. And that's how much we used to hide it from each other. Here's me that's an open book. He never said anything until he fell off the reservation and took off in the Eagles. And man, it was, uh, it was a bad thing. He came back and, and had his first interview with me. And he sat down with me. And he said, one of the things that really got him through this was journaling. And I had already written my book at that time. When he said that, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't had an anxiety attack since I wrote the book. That must have been my form of journaling, and it's helped. So now also, yeah, on top of the gratitude list, um, there's my ADD kicking in. I forgot about this. Top of the gratitude list, I journal now also because I realized it helped me, but I didn't know that until after I had written this book. And after Lane said something, I never realized it. So, Jay, you wrote the book, and you'd think you'd, you'd say almost everything you have to say in the book because there's so much to be said in that book. But now that you journal... What do you journal about specifically, and how does that help you? You know what? You just kind of journal whatever you're thinking. So the roommates in my head still don't talk nicely to each other, no matter what, right? They just don't. Um, and I think I struggle more now than I ever have. Um, like I said, life is just different. I, back then, I was just being the glaze and covering the NFL, but now there's a lot more responsibilities, right? I'm, I am trying to save lives. I am trying to lift people up. I am trying to empower people. I'm trying to show people there's a way out and parents with their kids and kids and, and just talk in their language to show them. Um, but it's it, like we both said, it's it's a kind of a, a harder world these days. Um, so I just journal what I'm feeling. And then when I journal it now, I now know to go back and see, all right, which one of these are true and which aren't. So if I'm saying I'm feeling like this, this, and this, and they're just awful, then I try and reason with it. And I'll write down another piece of paper Okay, what's my issue? What am I worrying about? What's my anxiety? What am I depressed about? Is it real? Is it not? Why does it feel real? 
let, let me write down why it's not real. And then if I write down why it's not real, I can actually you know, start reasoning with myself and realizing that, no, it's, it feels real. It feels like a, a real threat, but it's not a real threat. And I'm able to look at it and read it and, and you know, sh- straight there in, in front of my eyes. And that, that helps an awful lot. It helps me to be able to reason with the gray and, and not let it, because it used to just win. It used to be the dominant voice in my head. Now, Jay Glazer is the dominant voice in my head. It's kind of like mind control where you don't want to control the mind of other people, but you want to learn to control your own mind and your own thoughts and not let it just kind of run off on its own. Like I do in doing this. Podcast, I, I damn sure don't want, want that. No, running my mind. No, hell yeah. no. I don't think any of us do. I, I fight the same thing myself. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yep. No, Jay, the, the, in doing this podcast, I often get, hey, Rome, great podcast, great show, but I need to know how to do this or give me something actionable. For instance, and you're talking a lot about this, but if I were to ask you pointed or point blank, there's people listening and they're struggling, Jay. How do you turn depression and anxiety into motivation? Because I know this is not easy, yep. but you have learned how to do this and you do help people. What is the process? How does that work? How do you go about doing that? So here's what I did. I wrote down where those things help me. Okay. So I wrote down, where does ADD, ADD help me? ADD helps me, ADD helps me where I'm able to do five things at once. Where is it my superpower, not my disability? And I never say disability or illness. I usually say things I've overcome. But, you know, for me, like, man, I was in remedial English my whole life for my SATs. I didn't even do the, you know, English comprehension. And I've written two books. So where is it my superpower? I could do, you know, I'd say five things at once, but it's probably more than that. Um, where's my depression? Anxiety? And I, so I write those down and write superpower next to it. And then my anxiety and depression, because I never felt worthy of being loved and I didn't know I was like to be loved from the inside out. I realized, ma'am, this motivated you to go do such great things and big things. And I was relentless in my pursuit. And if I got rejected, I just kept picking myself up, brush myself off and let's go. I would literally tell God, I don't need you to help me get these jobs or money or anything like that. I got it. All I'm asking is when I get knocked down, which will be every day, pick me up, brush me off. Let's keep walking this walk together. So there's power numbers there. That's a teammate for me also. And, but I realized because of that, it made me so relentless. So now I went back and said, okay, depression, anxiety, made me relentless, superpower. So I started writing down the positives of what this has given me. There, every one of us has something where because of this, we we compensate or we overcompensate in certain ways, but that actually drives us to do some pretty great things. And I'll tell you this, if you want something tangible for your listeners to do at night, okay? Um, I learned this, you know, on this journey is every night now, okay? I want you to start trying this. Every night, and I go home now, and I think about three things that happened during the day that I could celebrate. And it could literally be this podcast, Jim, you and I doing this, right? We haven't seen each other since that day, and before that, it's been a while. It's pretty cool, right? So it's a great conversation. This could be it. It could be a conversation I have with my fiance. It could be just three things that are great that happened during the day. It could be, like I said, hey, you bought a new pair of shoes, whatever. I want you to appreciate it, celebrate it, and smile. Now, the appreciate part, like I said, just appreciate it. I'm going to go home tonight and 
I'll sit there, I'll shut my eyes. It'll be five minutes. Each one of these I do for like a minute or two or, or three minutes long. So this is all a five minute meditation. But this will be, I'll, I'll sit there. I really appreciate what you and I talked about today. But then I'll celebrate it. I will throw a party in my heart, like celebrate. I've heard a party like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'll smile because when you smile, you release certain chemicals in your brain. And actually, even if it's a forced fake smile, your brain doesn't know if it's a real smile or not. It will release it. So we celebrate, but we appreciate, we celebrate, we smile. And I'll do that for two things. So I'll have gone to sleep every night now, having just come home from a party. And I wake up now having just come off a great party. It's a way better way for me to wake up in the morning and for me to go to bed. I used to go to bed, like I said, full of dread. And I put those, I put, think of the, the difference that I just talked about. I used to go to bed, put my head on the pillow, despised it, hated it. And I took every sleep aid that I could to numb it and to put myself to sleep so I wouldn't have to deal with laying in bed with someone I didn't know how to like or love. And now I go to bed having a party every night. <laughs> Completely different. And Listen, I got to thank you and everybody else. If I didn't open up and start talking about this, I wouldn't have learned these things. So now we're circling the wagons and we're fighting back and we're learning how to, how, you know, how to get our battle, our battle plans together. And it's a much better existence, man. Man, I love that so much. I loved everything about that. That is such a great answer. It's so true. Like we don't, I do this myself, Jay. I don't, during the day you go, you go, you go, you go. I don't think about the wins that I'm stockpiling during the day. I think about where I came off the path and then I'm focused yep. on that and I'm locked in on that. And you're right. It's all backwards. It's all backwards when you're doing so many things that you should be proud of and you should celebrate those wins. Leave me with this thought. The book is unbreakable. It's a great, great book. It's a really important book. But leave me with this thought because there are people that are listening and they're struggling. But in working with athletes and working with lay people, I know that you help them to develop an unbreakable mindset. Jay, we all want that no matter who we are or what we're dealing with. Can you give us a tip or two about how to develop an unbreakable mindset for life? Well, yeah, well, the unbreak. So here's one thing. Yeah, I go and I, sp I spoke to the Seattle Seahawks and Minnesota Vikings last year. And, you know, I talked to them. I said, listen, you guys just, I said, mental health is so reactive. Physical health, think about this. If you break your arm, you get a cast, everybody signs it, <laughs> right? We brag about it. Now I brag about my mental health. Like I, I brag about my, my scar. Like our scars, that's your equity. The crap we've been through, that's your equity. I'm telling you all out there. Jim and I are very successful, but that's not like this. Our wins in that is not what makes us feel good about ourselves. It's the stuff we've overcome that makes us feel good about ourselves. Every single one of us out there has scars. Everyone, everyone has something that you've overcome and you've come through the other side of that tunnel and it's made you stronger for doing that. So really I, I tell these guys, as much as you put in your physical health, put in your mental health and say, you guys don't just catch passes when you have the drops. You don't just run 40s when you think you're losing a step. You always do it. Mental health, we only go to the therapist after the sky's falling. And that that's it's too late usually. So you guys, we got to start talking about our mental health reactively. Even when we're feeling good, that's when you do the work. But I understand. And like for me, I have three therapists. You know, I have a constant rolling <laughs> Rolodex of therapists. Those are my coaches. I look at therapists as coaches. And not a negative connotation. They're my coaches. That's who I need. There's probably enough ther not enough therapists out there at this time. So we need to lean into each other. So you guys need to lean into your teammates. 
to be your therapist. And I promise you, it will make you so much closer together as a team if you lean into each other. And I'm certainly not taking credit for the Vikings and Seahawks and what they did, but they were such a close-knit team. Both of them were so close-knit this year and did so much better than anybody thought, and they did lean into each other. And I know because they all walked up to me after saying, oh, my God, I thought it was just me who was suffering and struggling with this. And they saw all their teammates going through the same thing. So they were able to bond through that, which is incredible. Well, you don't have to be on a pro sports team to do that. You have family, friends, you lean into each other, you bond, you celebrate the wins with them. When you're struggling, you talk to them about it, but then you celebrate when you're feeling better with them also. That helps an awful lot. And I, I you know, there's there's one story I want to leave you with. Please. If I can. So it was, a, it was I, was, I would kind of get the date here, but um, it was a year ago last week that a man reaches out to me named Keith Madden down in South Carolina. And I can say it here because he's done my podcast and he's talked about it. He said, Jay, I was on the way to kill myself, commit suicide. Um, I was going down to Hilton Head, South Carolina, a three-day trip. Sometimes life takes you on a, on, a, on a wrong turn. And that wrong turn led me to your book and that saved my life. And if you ever want to hear the story, call me. And I ended up calling him. And he said, I was going to go kill myself and I was going to go down for three days and go into the ocean and make it look like it was an accident. So no one thought I did it. And he said, I put in my, for my, my uh, GPS to go to a certain store. Instead, it took me to a Target. The other store wasn't selling Unbreakable, my book. Target featured it in Mental Health Awareness Month a year ago. He said, I, I come there, I have to get supplies. It's a three-day thing down the beach. And he beach towels and some beer and this and that. He said, I come upon your book. And he said, you know, I know this guy from TV. I didn't know this about him. So I kind of resonated with it. Picked up your book. On day two of the three-day journey, I started reading your book. He said, I almost finished it day two. Woke up day three, the day of my suicide, which I committed to that day. Uh, finished your book, packed up, went home. There's no longer any reason for me to kill myself. And that in itself was incredible. But what he then did is he got 40 more books and he wrote these notes to people saying, my name is Keith Madden. Um, if you need a new teammate, I'd love to be that person. Here's my phone number. This book changed my life and saved my life. If you're struggling and going through or something, I'm your new teammate. And handed the book out with these cards and uh, I'm going to try and keep it together here because this story makes me cry. But a few weeks ago, he hits me up and he says, oh, my God. I and I think I'm in the NFL owners meeting. And he said, man, I was just sitting out in a cafe and someone called. Uh, someone walked up to me and said, excuse me, are you Keith Madden? He said, yes, I am. And the lady walked over and just kind of gave him a little hug and said, thank you, that he helped her as well. And he said, I can't believe what life has become. And I said, look what happens, man. When we stick around, we do this and we're of service to other people. Look at this. And one week ago was his, and I want to read the exact text to you, man, if I can. Um, but it was one week ago, he said, um, he said, one year ago, I took a wrong turn. I found a book. It saved my life. Thank you. Thursday was supposed to be the end. I'll definitely have a few drinks. One year, I didn't think I would have. Love you, brother. That's like, 
man, that's better than any scoop I ever could have broken. Any, you know, UFC or Bellator card I ever could have hosted. Any other TV show I could have ever done. That's the type of stuff I need to go home and, and remember to appreciate, celebrate, and smile. I mean, Jay, I, I've got chills hearing that story. I mean, just absolute chills, 100%. That's so much more gratifying and rewarding. I mean, you should be so proud of yourself and for putting yourself out there and sharing what you were dealing with and having that kind of impact. So that leads me to ask you two things on your way out. Where you know, do it, they that, get? That, that allows me to appreciate my pain now more and not resent it. Right. You know, it's a shift for me. Now I could, now I can love yourself. I know I'm in this pain so I could help others through theirs. And I lived a life of why, why me, why, why? And now I know why. Now you know why. Now you have your why. It, it seems to be self-evident by now. Most people know where to get books, but not everybody. Where would somebody go to get Unbreakable? Because after all, this book is not just changing lives. It's saving lives. And then secondarily, if somebody wants to reach out to you directly, is that okay? And how would they do that? So here's the thing. The book, yeah. and the, So the podcast is Unbreakable. Uh, it's a mental health podcast. That's a few times a week. That's wherever you get podcasts, you know, iHeartRadio or Apple or Spotify. Um, the book is yeah, Amazon, Bar Barnes & Noble, Target, uh, HarperCollins, wherever you, you know, for the most part, wherever you get books. Um, and then, you know, the one thing I kind of tell people is a lot of people do reach out to me, but I'm like, I'm not your therapist. I'm just a dude who's messed up, who's trying to be good with his messed upness. You need to reach out to your therapist, not me, but what I am trying to tell people is reach out to the people you already know that are close to you, make them teammates. Like that needs to be your teammates. I don't know you enough to be a teammate, and there's not enough me to make sure you know to, to go around that way. Um, but what I have started to do, I've started speaking to big groups, started speaking to teams and companies, and and uh, that way we can get kind of groups and, and bulk, and where I can teach people how to lean into each other because that's what you need. You need more than just me. You need a team. You need teammates um, to reach into. And again, I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm just a dude who knows how to. I know how to coach and I know how to communicate. And that's what I'm trying to do with people. I so appreciate that. I mean, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. The book is unbreakable. The podcast is as well. Jay, appreciate you so much. I appreciate the friendship. I appreciate the relationship. I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate the message. What can I say? You're right. When I go home tonight and before I go to bed, I will appreciate and celebrate this conversation very, very much. And I know everybody else listening will as well. And, and I want everybody out there to know your pain is real. If it feels real to you, it is real. We don't have to take this crap anymore. We can fight back now. There's ways we fight back. I obviously write it in the book and the podcast and yeah, find that other teammate. And I do reach back to people on Instagram. That's how I met um, Keith Madden, even though I don't, I have someone who handles my social media that kind of give me the, the messages in bulk. Um, but even like social media, like it forced me to like, not look like, man, I, so you're hearing this also, be a lot kinder and gentler to each other out there, please, on social media. It's the only way we're going to make it through. But let's all fight back and walk this walk together. Preach. Be good, brother. Thank you so much for an amazing Love you, message. Love you, you too. I have such profound respect and admiration for Jay Glazer for publicly sharing his story and reminding all of us that the struggle is not only real, but that it's daily, it's hourly, and that it's okay not to be okay. That what's not okay is needing that help, but not feeling comfortable enough to seek that help. 
because realizing that he did need help and getting it may in fact have saved his life. And then writing his book and sharing his story may in fact have saved numerous other lives as well. It's an extremely important message and conversation to have, and never more so than right now. So, if you know someone who you think might benefit from this conversation, by all means, please share it and pass it along. And while you're doing that, if you could hit subscribe on the podcast and leave a review, that would be absolutely tremendous. And as always, thank you so much for the support. It absolutely means the world to me. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time right here on The Reinvention Project with Jim Rome. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.